When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Coffee and Cream with Rodgers and Benning on Hale Varsity Radio. This is my type of segment right here. Talking to Brian Edwards here in a moment. It's Coffee and Cream in the Morning on Hale Varsity Radio, powered by Currency. As we wind down the show from Hale Varsity Club, we appreciate you joining us all the way through. But remember, if you can't catch any more of your favorite two people, two favorite morning show hosts in town, you go to your favorite podcast app and check out Morning Dump because that's coming up next. But now it's time for Brian Edwards. Vegas B. Edwards on Twitter, MajorWager.com, BrianEdwardsSports.com. Brian, good morning. Good morning, gentlemen. What's happening? B, good morning, man. How are you? Doing good. Doing good. Nebraska ball hooked me up with a, another under last night. Hey. Might have got hairy uh, if that buzzer beater had not uh, gone in and out and potentially forced overtime, but it worked. Hey, was Brian Edwards saying, foul, there's less than <laughs> there's less than four seconds foul. Don't let him get the 3 off. Because Coach Hoiberg said that they were trying to foul. They wanted Breidenbach to foul. He said it just didn't work out. hey b let me ask you something real quick before we get into the plays did you and i both see that right that john jones opened as a dog wait wait, say that who opened as a dog john bones jones oh right yes i did see that Um, did you not think that was a typo yeah so i wrote a story about that on Monday and I did see gone open minus 150 or minus 160 but it only lasted a couple hours and I don't think you or I had our eyes on it in those first few hours no I just was I'm like wait a minute how is he I get it it seems like a 55 year layoff but I don't know if I would ever make that guy a dog especially if he's motivated No, I'm absolutely with you, and I haven't looked at it in like 48 hours, but I'm pulling it up now to see if it's still tick And, well, looks like looks like Jones is minus 120 at DraftKings and Caesars. That's crazy. Minus 125 at Bet Rivers. People were hammering him. Well, and, and it's still – I mean, that will be the closest odds he will mm-hmm. ever probably fight in, right? Oh. He, I mean, oh, he's, he's yeah. pra- John, Jones, John Jones as a pick is startling, basically. Yeah. I mean, I'm trying to go back to his first couple of fights. Looks like his first fight, I, I haven't even heard of the guy. He was plus 190. And against Bonner, he was plus 140. But ever since then, he's been astronomical favorite, with the exception of Cormier's first fight, minus 170. And he was only minus 185 to Hamill when he got DQ'd from the elbows. Brian, let's talk football now. We'll talk divisional round football. And uh, we'll start with the Philadelphia Eagles because, you know, a lot of people are still wondering, is Jalen Hurts ready? 
because when he played in week 18, they said, you know, it, it may not have been the best idea, but they did end up with the bye. But you're still on the Eagles. You're still a believer in that team. Why is that? Well, I, you know, I don't know that I like them minus seven and a half, but I, but I am still a believer in the team. And I think the way to approach Saturday, I think the, the lines are both very good. But when I do teasers in the NFL, it's home favorites between six and eight and a half. And I think Philly and KC are perfect teaser teams this week. So I'm just going to go with uh, Philadelphia knocking them down from minus seven and a half to one and a half. And KC from eight and a half to two and a half, where, you know, both have to just win by a field goal at home. I don't think that's too much to ask. Um, I'm also going to do A.J. Brown's uh, receiving yards prop. Uh, over 71, excuse me, 71 and a half or 72 and a half. Um, in the last four games, he's had 95, 97, 103, and 181 uh, receiving yards. And uh, I like that prop. I've been doing his prop a decent amount this year. Brian, this one's interesting. I, early on, I saw, you know, about a third of the money was on Buffalo, or a third of the bets were on Buffalo, but about two-thirds of the money. Kind of push that opening line from mm-hmm. four to five and a half. It's is it big for a reason, or is it too big? And you like the Bengals? Well, it's big because the Bengals have lost three starting offensive linemen in the last three weeks, and there's not many teams that can overcome that this time of year. Um, however, you know, Joe Burrow had the worst O line in the NFL last year, yep. and he still had his team near midfield. Uh, in the Super Bowl, down one possession with a chance to win. So, uh, you know, I am concerned, extremely concerned about the O-line injuries. However, uh, I'm more concerned about how Buffalo's playing. If Jalen Waddle doesn't play the worst game he's ever played in an NFL uniform or in any uniform his whole career, uh, the Bills are on vacation and the Dolphins are still playing right now. Um, the Bengals <laughs> won nine in a row. 7-1-1 one one against the spread, but they're 8-0-1 oh against the spread for me because I got a minus 6.5 early in the week last week. Only their third underdog spot. They're 2-0 oh against the spread as dogs. They've played seven games against teams in the playoffs. They're 5-2 and two straight up. Lost by three at Dallas, by two at Baltimore. Buffalo has played six games against teams in the playoffs. They're 4-2 and two straight up, but none of their wins are by more than four points, which is relevant with this 5-5.5 to five and a half point spread. You know, something I'd add in with that Buffalo play, too, is an interception prop for Josh Allen because, boy, has he been reckless with the football lately. Um, so, uh, Brian, that, Brian, Brian, you're talking – full disclosure, you're talking to the prop king over here, Andrew Rodgers. My man is unbelievable. Are you okay? Are you okay with my A.J. Brown? Uh, I loved it. I loved it. I wrote it down. <laughs> That's, the only thing in my notes section under his name right now is A.J. Brown over 71 and a half. Wow. <laughs> no joke. No joke. Hey, as we talk uh, 49ers, um, that's a team that I don't know if anybody is as good uh it's as good at right now. Like this, this 49ers team is so good defensively. They are so structurally sound. They seem like they have another gear too. If they're struggling, oh my goodness! Their their personnel looks that they're working with. Is there a flashier team 
in football than the 49ers right now that just always make it worth and work. And now the Cowboys are coming off of one of their best games. Thank goodness they could bounce back in week 18. But three and a half for the 49ers seems low, does it not, Brian? Yeah, it's uh, super low. Uh, I made it seven and a half. You know, I've been riding this Niners team for months. Yeah, they've eleven in a row, um, nine and two against the spread. Their their home victories here lately are by margins of eighteen, twenty five, seventeen, twenty eight, sixteen, and thirteen. I don't think a lot of people are putting much emphasis on the fact that you know Dallas did not leave Tampa until after midnight late Monday night or early Tuesday morning, whichever you prefer. And San Fran hadn't played since Saturday afternoon, two extra days of rest and preparation and, you know, tack on, you know, four or five hours on top of the two days too. And, um, yeah, I, I love the 49ers, my favorite play of the week. And if you want to put a little more on them in a different way, their team total over 12 and a half in the first half, They've had at least 14 by halftime in seven of their last nine. Hey, B, let me ask you something, because the NFL can be a little tricky with this, but do you look at head-to-head coaching matchups? I look at Shanahan and McCarthy, and I just think, uh, I'll take Kyle Shanahan. Yeah. I mean, but the NFL is tough to do that because it's so quarterback-driven, but it seems like I would do that in in this particular instance. Yeah, and I mean, I don't know that I give Dallas a quarterback advantage either, which sounds wild, but, uh, you know, Brock Purdy hadn't been turning the ball over like Dak. Now, he had a good game the other night, but he had turned it over, what, seven or eight games in a row before that, or at least one. Tied for the most in the league. Yeah, exactly, and that was with playing five fewer games. Uh, Let's jump to the NBA, just because – why not? I love the NBA. and uh, Celtics, Warriors. Celtics, they're streaking. The Warriors, always dangerous when they feel like playing. But, man, five and a half seems like a lot. This is a heck of a, this is a, heck of a conference, cross-conference matchup. Yeah, I got to go with Boston uh, here. They've won seven in a row, four wins by 11 or more, five of them um, uh, by at least Eight. And uh, Jalen Brown's questionable, but I like it anyway, and I love it as he's upgraded. Um, Golden State's been horrible on the road all year, 5-17 and 17 straight up, 5-16-1 against the spread. The Celtics have had a couple of days off, um, playing great. i got to lay the, lay the number with the Celtics. And then uh, it, looking down the list there, you, you have the Nets tonight who have been a fantastic team this, this year too, and now they're – after a huge winning stretch where they only had like one loss and how many games do you yeah, do? Like seventeen. They might be having the KD. Yeah, and now effects now. Right now they have lost three in a row. Still a point and a half favorite against the Suns. Do you like the Nets there? Huh, man. So many. Uh, well, obviously KD out, and um, you know Kyrie uh, missed. I don't know if it's the last game or, or two games. Two games. Ago. Yeah, and Phoenix is so banged up. Uh, no Shamit, you know, no Chris Paul, no Booker. Um, I would probably lean Brooklyn, but I'm not saying I'm going to take it. Mm. Uh, do you, B, let me get you out of here on this. Do you think Phoenix bounces back even? I mean, nope, no, you know, they had missed Payne last week. 
Crowder, whatever's going on with that situation. <laughs> <laughs> a Kogi, like you mentioned, already mentioned Paul and Shamit. Do you think Phoenix can light switch this thing? Well, it, you, I, th- I think we got to give them the benefit of the doubt to see once they're whole and healthy and, and have a couple weeks to see how they look before we bury them. Especially with Booker, man, because Booker's probably a top five player in the league. Yeah, I know CP3 isn't anymore, but let's let CP3 get healthy and not have to carry them when he's got Booker, when he's got Cam Johnson, Payne, et cetera, et cetera. So I'm I'm gonna you know give them you know give them a couple weeks once they get whole, and then I'll decide. Enjoy the early hoops with the Bulls and Pistons today. Be good talking to you. See you, Brian. All right. All right, fellas, y'all have a great weekend. Hey, you too, and goodbye to you as well. Thanks for joining us on Coffee and Cream. Yeah, wave forward. Goodbye to you. This is like a DB wave. Uh, Goodbye to you. Go to Morning Dump. That's where we'll be next.